It's 2021, guys. Are you ready to live your best life now? Then you just need to realize and take hold of God's financial blessings for you in the new year. If you lost your job, it's okay. God wants you to be rich. Don't worry about that. All you got to do is send me money. And the Bible says you will be rich. No, don't don't look at the Bible. Don't put the Bible down. Trust me. It's in there. Just just trust me. All right. Just send me some money. You'll be rich. <laughs> Lord, I apologize for that right there. <laughs> oh, episode ninety nine of Amen, Brother Ben is here. It's the uh, podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. I was being facetious in my opening salvo there. And uh, we are going to talk about money, but it's going to be nothing like uh, that hippy-dippy baloney that you just heard. Uh, but that's just that was just an amalgamation of a lot of crazy stuff that if you look on TV or YouTube or wherever, you're going to see some preachers that will tell you that, that God wants you to be rich. And I know that there's, because of that, there's been a lot of people and even a lot of churches that don't like to talk about money because it makes it feel icky. feels like a used car salesman. But God has a plan for your money. And Jesus talked about money a lot. In fact, he talked about money more than he talked about heaven. So it's obviously important that we do this right. And that's one of the goals a lot of people have in the new year. They're like, all right, I'm going to get my money right. All right, I'm going to quit being behind and living paycheck to paycheck. I'm going to give me some breathing room, and it's going to be better. And time after time, we make stupid financial decisions, and we find ourselves behind the eight ball once again. I want you, just like we've talked about all week, to take these biblical principles and put them to work to make 2021 uh, an abundantly blessed year. Now, does that necessarily mean I'm going to give you the secret sauce right here and now to make to, and, and inevitably, without doubt, you are going to be rich beyond what you imagined at the end of the year? That's, that's not going to happen. Sorry. I don't know. Maybe it will, but this is not what I'm talking about. Being rich, uh, as far as that goes, is not the end goal. Uh, in fact, Jesus is pretty clear throughout the Gospels that you know, it's it's hard for a rich person to live right. It's hard. It says it's hard for a rich person to enter into the kingdom of heaven. It's harder than it's, it's about as hard as, as a, a camel walking through the eye of a needle. He's he was speaking an exaggeration there a little bit, but what he's saying is, do you really want to be rich? Like, is that the best thing for your soul? I know we live in a country and a lot of us grew up under this notion that God wants us to be rich or even comfortable. Like you would settle for middle class. But what if I were to tell you that the end result of your financial situation is not always necessarily going to be more, but you can be obedient and you can be content and you can be happy in all those things. All right. So. What do you do? Because again, I'm, I'm going to tell you how to be obedient to God and how to unlock for you whatever blessings God sees fit, right? So let me just be clear about this again. That does not mean you do this and you're going to be rich. You do this and you will not struggle because we live in a world where, you know, we, we don't all, not everybody gets to be rich. 
and we live in a country that's struggling uh, economically right now. Or maybe you're listening to this podcast from another country where things are even worse. You know, Americans think we got it real bad sometimes. And you, you do a little traveling around the world and you begin to realize you, you're already rich compared to some other folks that are just uh, just as happy and content as we ever thought about being because being rich is not the goal. All right, so our goal today is to be obedient to God. And so I've got kind of three main ideas for you about what God wants, some some changes God wants us to make. Uh, or maybe if you're already doing this, let's double down on this and keep this thing going. Um, the first idea is this, uh, is to honor God with your money. Let me find the verse here. Here it is. Uh, Proverbs chapter three, verses nine and 10 tells us, honor the Lord with your wealth. I mean, we talked yesterday about honoring God with our body. Now we're honoring God with our wealth. And the best part of everything you produce, or older translations will say, with the first fruits of all your crops. Now, most of us aren't farmers, so that idea doesn't always land with us. So honor the Lord with your wealth and the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. And again, you're going, grain, wine? I don't want any of that. The point is, because the Bible makes a lot of agricultural uh, metaphors, it God's going to bless you when you honor God with your wealth. God, I've said this many times, God is not a bad investor. And so if, if, if every time he gives you money, you squander it sinfully, you spend it selfishly, you honor yourself before you honor your God, then he is not going to keep investing in you in that way, right? Because God is about his honor and he's about his glory. And so we want to make sure that the first and best part of everything we do goes to him. So it means a couple things. First is you give him permission over, we we talk a lot at, at church. I don't know if you go to church. A lot of you go to my church and we talk a lot about how we give 10% at least Right, um, and and one of the things that I made a change a couple years ago is I tithe first. I don't tithe the leftovers, right? So I make sure that I give at least that ten percent, if not more, depending on where God's leading me. But it's before I even buy groceries. It's before I pay my Netflix bill. It's before I I, I, I go ahead and give God the best of what I have. A lot of you give God your your pocket change. You give God your belly button lint, whether that means going to church and putting it in a bucket, whether that means uh, helping out another Christian organization or even just giving generously to people in need because that can honor God. But you do it with what's left after you get yours, which is kind of backwards from this whole idea that Jesus says, consider other people more important than yourself. So we do that when it comes to our money. Um, another thing that will help you to be blessed this year is to get over this idea that you can get rich quick. Like that happens like one in a bajillion, it seems like, right? That every once in a while, some get rich quick scheme can work and you can flip something and all of a sudden, boom, you're, you go from, you know, paycheck to paycheck to you ain't got to work a day in your life again. Doesn't normally happen. So don't count on that. Right. I, I've the most frustrating thing is I, I have brought food to a homeless person before and they've got scratch off tickets and, and it drives me bonkers because I'm like, wait a minute, 
You could be using this to buy food, but you're trying to flip and get rich. I, I understand the uh, the temptation there to to man. If I could, if I'm I'm really down in the hole, if I can just win this lottery, uh, then then I'll get out of this and like that. But Proverbs thirteen eleven says this: wealth from get rich quick schemes quickly disappears, but wealth from hard work grows over time. Because you value it, because you you take steps in healthy directions, right? And and there's other translations that say dishonest money dwindles away. Not every get rich quick scheme is dishonest, but this, the idea is the best way for you to be blessed is to find a slow and steady method of building your wealth. That means if you need to make a budget, make a budget where you. You, you save 10%, you give 10% uh, instead of, you know what, I'm going to pay off all this stuff, I'm going to do all this, and then I'm going to start tithing, and then I'm going to start saving. But go ahead and start now making small steps. It's just like with the, the, the changes in your, your diet and your exercise, making small steps towards honoring God with your wealth. You got to do that. You got to start now. You got to... Well, let me just get this paid off and then I'll get right. Let me tell you, I've tried that. And every time I've had a credit card that has zeroed out in balance, maybe twice in my adult life. But every time I think I get close to paying it off, something else comes up and I got to And I, I throw something back on it. Right. And, and so that's one of the, another area where God has, has been on me in this new year that I've got to be better about getting rid of these credit cards that we, that we, you know, if you can't pay for it in cash, you probably don't need it. Right. And, and yet so many people load up their credit cards, people, Christians, non-Christians alike, all over our country are in massive credit card debt. And that is not, uh, wise and it's not sustainable. Um, and it all comes down to the overall heart of how you spend your money. Uh, first Timothy six, tells us this, instruct those who are rich in this present world, which by the way is you and I com- comparatively. You might not be rich compared to the, your next door neighbor, but you're rich compared to most of the world. Instruct those who are rich in this present world not to be conceited or to fix their hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly supplies us with all things to enjoy. Instruct them to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, storing up for themselves a treasure in a good foundation for a future so that they may take hold of that which is life indeed. Where are you investing, in other words? This is the big idea. Money, having money, it's not good enough. That's why you see people rich and famous and yet they're miserable. Why? Because money ain't everything. It helps, but it ain't everything. That's not what we put our hope in. That's not what we uh, put gives us joy. It's not what gives us happiness or contentment. We let God do that. And whether he does that through money or whether he does that through something else, it's up to him. It's all about God being not only glorified through our spending habits, but also the source, him being the source of our joy and the source of our completion. And so that means that when you take a job, even if it pays more money, maybe you need to take the job that allows you to spend more time with your family and more time serving your church. I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen where people make a decision strictly based on money and they end up regretting it 
a lot sooner than you would think. We don't put our hope in that. And in fact, if you've got money sitting around now and you think that that savings account is going to make you safe, God knows how to wipe that out just like that. So why don't you use that money to bless people, to listen to the Holy Spirit, let it guide you on how you spend, what you save, what you put away, and what you put out so that you can store up treasures in heaven. Because guess what? You can't take it with you, but you can make deposits of eternal blessings by honoring God with your wealth here and now. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather invest in the long term, right? If I got to eat ramen noodles my whole life here so that I can be blessed in eternity, I am going to do that because I know that's much better. So for your 2021 to be blessed, I'm not saying you're going to be, you know, sitting on a fat savings account, cars paid off, your house paid off. I don't know. Maybe you will, but I hope that your treasures are in heaven. All right, 100th episode tomorrow. I know I went a little long today, but I'm excited about our 100th episode. We're going to party. Thank you so much for listening. Amenben.com if you need anything from me. I hope that this week full of uh, habits and rhythms, will re- if you'll take these seriously, man, your 2021 is going to be blessed. It doesn't matter what happens in the White House. It doesn't matter what happens on the streets. God can prosper you no matter what situation you're in, and that's what I'm counting on for this year. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Love you. Bye.